holidays refreshed with Graham and Johnny. Ho, 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 yes. So it is holidays refreshed. I nearly said summer refreshed, but it isn't. It's holidays refreshed. This is Johnny without my co-host. Our podcast returns with full episodes from the 14th of December. But you know us, we like to do the odd little bonus drop. And we had a bonus drop not too long ago talking about Edinburgh's Christmas markets. And I'm joined by Al Thompson. Now, Al, um, well, he likes a party is what I would imagine uh, that you should be your sub title on your email signature al because al is in charge of letting the world know what scotland gets up to when we welcome in a new year it is hogmanay coming up al you're back with a bang this year following two years of it not happening from the pandemic how excited are you and the team we love a party we also uh, <laughs> i think we, we we like other people to have a party more than uh, than ourselves we're uh, behind there and making everything happen but to be back, and this is going to be the first Edinburgh's Hogwarts now for, for three years. And again, obviously the difficult times that everyone has had in recent years to be back and to be able to produce what is a, you know, a world-renowned event in Edinburgh to get rid of 2022, which I think a lot of us will have to see the back of. <laughs> and, you know, look forward positively into 23. And what we try and do with Edinburgh's Hogwarts is just make sure that the people who are coming can forget about things for a while you know they want to they want to look ahead they want to be with friends and family edinburgh is possibly one of the world's greatest settings for for this kind of event you know with edinburgh castle as our backdrop we have an incredible firework display that we, we put off uh, from edinburgh castle along with a full light and sound spectacular that takes place and that's part of a three-day program and i think we're we're always very conscious that we don't want to be a one-night event. We want people to come to the city, enjoy everything that we have to offer, of which there is so much in terms of food and drink and events taking place. So the whole package, and to be back doing that, and again, for us as a company, this is, this is our first actually, because we haven't done one for six years. So we have quite a few under our belt. We did 24 Hogmanays from 1993 onwards, and now we're back delivering the festival again. We're really, really pleased. Is it nice to be back, Al, after all that time? And I know in particular you've kind of been having this in your inbox early to mid-summer. Is it nice to kind of look back on those ones you've done in the past and really set in the scene for what's gone on to kind of bring that into the future? Yeah, I think we as a company, Unique Events, and we have new partners in Assembly Festival that we're producing Edinburgh's Hogwarts with. You know, this is what I grew up with career-wise, event-wise. This was how we were making things happen for the city, positioning Edinburgh as this world-class New Year destination. And for us to be up there as we are and holding our own against New York and Sydney and London and all these other big-hitting cities that there's a handful of us that are seen as the places that people all around the world decide, you know, that's where I'm going to go. I want to go and do that. And I think for us to be able to position Edinburgh in that, and it took us, 1993 was the very first Edinburgh's Hogmanay. It's the 30th anniversary next year. So we're already looking ahead to plans for that. But we do very, very proudly claim ourselves as the home of Hogmanay in Edinburgh. And we are very grateful. We welcome people from all over the world who want to come and experience Scottish hospitality, see some great music, some great fireworks, and take part in some amazing events. It's fair to say it is a 
truly family orientated experience. It goes across a few different days. Touching on a load of different things you've got going on, it's actually quite hard to kind of nail down the things I really want to mention. There's a couple of things what stood out for me. We talk about the Sprogmanet because attaching that to the family orientated. Tell us more about that because that's New Year's Day from two o'clock. So if you were out the night before and you had someone babysitting the kids, you can have that little bit of a line and still take the kids out and welcome in the new year. We're obviously very aware that we have family audiences and people who are visiting the city, both, you know, people who live here, residents and and visitors who are coming from around the world. And they will be bringing kids and many with younger kids with them. The events on the 31st of December are not suitable for young children. We want to make sure that we put on some events and activities that can do and very consciously make sure that these are free. So for New Year's Day, we have a free kids programme of activities that take place and we're collaborating with the National Museum of Scotland, which is the most amazing building and has incredible exhibitions and artefacts on its own. So we encourage visitors to go there. But as part of that, between two o'clock and five o'clock on New Year's Day, we'll have a whole host of live music and performance and magic and activities and arts and crafts and things that kids can get involved with. And so that there is good, creative, positive activities for them to take part with on New Year's Day. And it gives, you know, as you say, if uh, mum and dad might have uh, had a couple (laughs) the night before, then, you know, they can bring the kids along, let them go off and enjoy some good, good, fun activities whilst they can, you know... Have a coffee or a smart water in the corner. (laughs) It's a little bit easier. Saying that, again, we also have a free family Kaylee, a Sprogmany Kaylee that we're doing that day as well which again is such a fun thing for kids to do and families to get involved with. And again, it's just traditional Scottish dance, but in a really accessible way. You know, it's actually taking place in a really lovely venue called the Assembly Roxy, just around the corner from the museum. So again, people can drop in and out during the afternoon. They can come and try some Kayleigh dancing, spin around, have a bit (laughs) of a Rami, and just have fun. You know, we, we just want people to be able to come out on New Year's Day, try some new experience, and just make sure that they're enjoying themselves. Well, that's it, Al, because it's a festival, like you say, spread across a couple of days. Before I sort of come on to actually New Year's Eve itself, I know there's a little bit of a push, and I've experienced many a New Year. I've been very blessed to be underneath the castle, seen in the fireworks, which is one of the most breathtaking firework displays I have ever seen in my entire life. This year, we're very lucky because I only live in the West End, so I can actually walk past the castle when I'm walking to work, which is always breathtaking, even if it's during the day or at night when it's lit up and it's colours. There is the 9 to 4 disco party with fourth one you've teamed up with, celebrating with Sophie Ellis-Bexter and a host of DJs. There's a bit more of a push from what I've seen this year to previous years of actually making use of that concert stage a day before the main one. There is, and again, it was a very conscious decision. I mean, Hogmanay is a very complex project to deliver. Again, there's, there's a lot of factors that kind of come into play and a lot of things that you have to adapt to. And one of those things being the evolving city and how things change. We need to make sure that, again, this three-day programme for us is really important because, you know, people are local or whether visiting, they are investing a lot to come and, and do that. So you want to make sure that there are offerings and activities that can take place through that thing. Now, one of the things that we are able to do this year, and it's the first year we've done it, is about bookending the 31st with us. So we've created a three-day concert series in West Gardens underneath Edinburgh Castle. 
and we wanted to really get that kind of party started on the 30th so we thought let's just go as pop as we can and as party <laughs> as we can and we were really really pleased that Sophie Ellis Bexter agreed to come and join that and, and host that party and be part of the headline of that along with Altered Images again who a classic pop favourite of, uh, of, <laughs> of Legends and again I think it's just going to be really fun it will be hosted by Boogie from 4th One and again, he'll be DJing and we'll be doing giveaways and surprises and audience interaction. And I think we just wanted to make sure that we were catering. Again, it's family orientated. We want to get families out on the 30th. For younger kids who maybe can't come out on the 31st, there's something for them to do. And it's just going to be pop hits. So that kind of bleeds into obviously New Year's Eve and then New Year's Day. It's sort of a celebration of Scottish music, isn't it? On the first to kind of wrap up and, yeah. like you say, the other end of that book. <laughs> yeah, and it really is. We know that we have to give people a really good high energy start and, uh, and make sure there's a lot of glitz and pop and glamour and things that go with that. The 31st is all about midnight. And again, the celebrations go with that. On New Year's Day, we always look to present as many Scottish artists and to make sure that we are giving a platform for Scottish performers and newcomers and Edinburgh acts that can take part in that. And one of the things that we've created this year is a new event called First Footing on New Year's Day. And again, it's a free live music programme. It's a trail that takes place in pubs and venues throughout the city centre. So again, you know, we're really lucky that we've been able to engage with a lot of great artists, uh, Callum Beatty, who's Edinburgh born, he's performing, along with others such as um, Honeyblood and, you know, we're looking at Rosanna Reed. You know, there's really, really great singers, songwriters and musicians and performers that are taking place throughout that. And that is a really good way of us presenting Scottish artists. And then we finish that whole day of Scottishness <laughs> with a final fling concert in West Gardens and that is headlined by Tidelines and supported by Elephant Sessions. And again, another local artist, Hamish Hawk, which is a really, really great bill of acts that are going to finish that whole programme and the whole festival with a big concert in, New in uh, West Gardens again. Well, that's it. And like you say, to celebrate, and it's great on New Year's Day to be able to do that. And I think that's the class thing for me with Hogmanay because you, you've always had that calendar of events before, during and after the new year. You've even got a chance to kind of reflect. And I think it probably has a little bit more of a meaning this year. So St. Giles, there's a 90-minute candlelit reflection over the year on new year's eve itself for me i think it probably has a bigger sense of grandeur this year due to the fact that obviously with the queen passing in scotland early this year her lying in rest within the cathedral there really is a sense of it isn't just it's fun but you can take that little bit of a moment if you've had a particularly bad year you can actually go and do something think about and reflect over 2022 before you get into 2023 and i think that's a really lovely event yeah it is and again it's as you say it's very important you know the, the, the last few years have been challenging for everyone and as much as we are back and wanting to make sure that we have as many parties happening as we can and, and there, there are things that we can do to make sure that we're catering for people who want to have you know a more kind of reflective time the candlelit concert in st giles is a beautiful event you know st giles in itself is a stunning stunning building really incredible and again you know maybe People haven't been in it for some time. Obviously, this summer, a lot of profile that was given to that with 
the Queen lying in state within that building. So again, we work very closely with the musical director there, Michael Harris, who's pulled together an amazing program of content, again, with brass and choir and things that takes place within that environment in that building with the candlelit setting. It's a really, really lovely experience. It's early enough in the evening on the 31st, I think it's a six o'clock start. People can come in and then make their way either home or onto another event. But yeah, we'd, we'd definitely recommend that. And this is the key thing in and around Edinburgh. And I touched on this when we spoke with the Christmas markets with Danny, who we had on a previous bonus drop, that everything within Edinburgh is very walkable. You can kind of go from A to B, give or take in and around 15 minutes. And the way the sort of flow of the city within 15, 20 minutes, even on a busy day, uh, you can uh, route yeah. yourself around quite easily. There are obviously restrictions that come into play within the city centre for us to host the events in the 31st, but we make sure that we try and make sure there are entrance points and a flow that goes around the city that people can go to all the other attractions that are taking place as well you know whether that's in castle or to go and see shows or club nights you know but you can't go more than about 10 minute walk to get where you need to go in the city center 10 minute walk or about a one minute away from your next whiskey to keep warm if required <laughs> <laughs> so the main event then al of course you know i say main events and i don't mean that with any disrespect to anybody else but of course like you were saying it is all about midnight but the lead up to midnight at the castle in the gardens this year a tremendous act the pet shop boy it's a greatest hit show to see out 2022 and to see in the new year of 2023 ahead of one of the best firework displays ever. This year, a little bit different because uh, you kind of be a part of this if you've got your LED wristband. So am I right in saying out that is either if you're in the street party and the castle in the gardens or is it just for the pet shop boys in terms of the LEDs? No, we're, we're going all out. It's everyone. So yes. we, we, this year we're have, we'll have 40,000 people in the city centre. Is a downsize on where we've been previously but again we think that is the right way to go of rebuilding after the recent years so we know that that will be an amazing atmosphere that's still a lot of people within that party but everyone <laughs> who comes street party or to the main concert is given an led wristband and they will become part of an experience of a light show that will take place throughout the whole evening you may well have seen these they're used kind of in big concerts and big arenas and we're working with a company called Xyloband, who were kind of the pioneers of this tech. But basically, these things make you become part of the event. You know, they are programmed to do. We can have everybody an amazing kind of Hogmanay red. We can do different colors. They do different things within the city. So it'll, as a spectacle, it'll look amazing. But along with that kind of soundtrack that we provide for the street party with them, DJs and with other lighting effects, we just want to create a really fun party environment. These things are a great way to do it. With the concert in the gardens, it's the same, but actually it will be directly linked to the show. And as you say, Pet Shop Boys, Underneath the Castle, Greatest Hits Show, it will look spectacular. And we are working with designers to make sure, not to give too much away, but... <laughs> The audience and whether you're at the street party or the concert of the gardens will become part of midnight. Once that moment starts to be created, once we get to the fireworks, everything will all be one big light and firework show and it's going to be pretty special. 
It is amazing, and particularly with the power of social media. I mean, to be fair, the Pet Shop Boys, years before Instagram was ever even on anybody's idea board, were very pioneer in terms of their shows and their dress. It isn't just about the singing, it's about the entire concert as a whole, and they were doing that in the 80s at the height of their fame, and they've never stopped doing that since. But particularly what you're going to achieve on social media, A, it's phenomenal, but B, with that added LED light show, and particularly that you can tailor it to your needs, I think it's going to be extra special and unique. Yeah. as well we were lucky enough to have pet shop boys in 2013 was um when, when they had they had come to us for the first time and they really really enjoyed it they are very excited about coming back and again they are bringing the full show one of the discussions that were had early on with them was that if we were going to do this we were going to do it right we we're going to do it as big as we can their light show their screen technologies everything that go with that along with the wristbands it is going to be, I would say, it's easily the biggest production that we've done as a show and certainly that's been done in West Gardens under the castle as an event. So it's going to look amazing. You know, for me, I imagine, um, particularly living in the West End, it's a shame I'm not a girl, but I imagine, well, you know where I'm going with this joke, but West End girls might particularly go off if, he, if Neil Tennant happens just to look the right direction to the left of stage. <laughs> yes, they are just you know, the soundtrack to so many people's lives, you know, yeah. and again, from the amount of hits and number ones and singles that they had, this is a greatest hit show. So it's going to be all the bangers in there leading up to midnight. And, and what we do with this show, which is a really great way we've always done, is it bridges midnight. So we have a first part of the show with Pet Shop Boys. We then have the midnight moment which again, the fireworks display and lights, which again is being designed by our pyro partners, Titanium, who are just world-class in terms of what they do. We will be having a big old Lang Syne moment as part of that. And then we do the second half of the show with Pet Shop Boys once everyone's gone delirious uh, with fireworks. <laughs> and midnight, we, uh, we finish it all off with even more. It's going to be great. Were you sort of glad, because I imagine, I know, Al, you'll be under some pressure because of what I can say is in your inbox with everything we've discussed over the past 20 minutes or so. Do you think the pressure's on the guy who lights the fuse to start that fireworks display off? Does he have it harder or she than anybody else? (laughs) Yeah, they they have some very, very good wizardry that makes sure that that is all timed to perfection. (laughs) But that doesn't make it any less stressful. You've got to get that right and you've got to do it. But um, thankfully, we are working with the best. They always, always get it. Once that first firework goes up, you can breathe a little bit of a sigh. <laughs> uh, and think, I've only got another day and a half to do. <laughs> everyone else takes a breath. Once they see what's happening, you can kind of, you know, release one. Well, I will let you go in a second. Just a couple of tiny points here. Looking back to, and I've said to you just before we started recording that I've had many a Hogmanay. It was so good on the first year, myself and now my wife, because we got engaged in Edinburgh, which is fantastic. We've seen Paolo Nutini, Rag and Bowman. Franz Ferdinand uh, was the last year we were there. Going back to those early 90s then, Al, or right up until now, have you got a favourite Hogmanay memory? Have you got something that sticks out in your brain from the past you know and you actually just there are many there are many i i did 17 hogmanays from uh, 2000 onwards you know we've been really lucky we have had some incredible performances from acts such as blondie and madness and biffy clyro i think one that will probably remain a favorite throughout myself and my uh, co-director penny 
when we took on unique events, having worked with the company for 16, 17 years, our first Hogmanay as ours was Paolo Nutini. And we were really lucky to have Paolo for two shows, two sold out shows in 2016. And those were just incredible. They were absolutely really, really special events, an amazing performer. But because that one was ours for the first time, that will be a special one. He's a very special performer, as is everyone who has ever been on that stage. I imagine, you know, not just a highlight for anyone who goes to watch it, you for working on it, but of course for the performers, like you say, it's a big thing. It is. It's one of the key cities in the world that gets rid of one year and welcomes in the next. So for those to have that on their CV is fantastic. It is worth saying dress for the weather. Uh, I'm going to put that disclaimer in. A taxi driver said to me not long after we've moved here, it's not raining in Edinburgh. It'll soon rain in Edinburgh. And that is kind of right. (laughs) And also don't bring your drone. I wanted to mention that one because I've seen that on yeah. the um, on the disclaimers. No drones, no glass. There's a whole list of things that we have to comply to to make every, keep everybody safe. But yeah, the weather, you know what? Again, we've been really lucky in, in recent years. A nice crisp wind tonight in Edinburgh. It doesn't get any better. One thing we know, it will be cold. So yeah, as long as everyone wraps up warm, that's the main thing. But yeah, we'll just keep our fingers crossed. And if you're sensible, you are allowed to bring in your booze as well, within reason, like I say, if it's not glass. So that's one thing which a lot of people are surprised about. You know, you can actually bring in, within reason, as long as you're not too silly, a couple uh, of, of things to keep you warm. If, if yeah, that's um... for, for the street party event, that is allowed. We know that people want to, you know, celebrate and uh, have a drink and make sure that they have something with them. So as, as long as um, people are uh, complying with the conditions of what they bring in, we just make sure everyone has a great time. But there are bars and food units and things throughout all of the events to cater for people so they don't have to bring their own but for the street party we do allow people to bring some for all the information it's edinburghshogmanay.com if you're on instagram it's at edhogmanay for all the details and you'll get the full events both before during new year's eve and post and the final thing out and i always have to be a little bit cheeky but i did blag myself a dj set at the edinburgh cocktail week on one of these interviews hold that laugh for a minute let me finish so there you go now now, I did obviously see with special guest DJ. So I was just kind of thinking, Al, is my name crossed your brain? Or, you know, is this something to discuss for you, 2023 to 2024? You, you mean you haven't had the call yet? I haven't. Well, I am waiting, Al, to be fair. My mobile is here. Uh, and the only person who's texted me is my mum. So unless she's now my agent. <laughs> can, can your mum do it? I reckon my mum, do you know what? My mum, yeah, she she grew up, she was a teenager in the 60s, Al, so I reckon she'd actually do a banging set to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> we'll talk over the next year, Al. I'm going to I'm gonna harass you via your inbox. <laughs> no problem, you know where to find me now. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Well, Al, I will let you go. I wish you and the team at Unique Events and, of course, you know, in the greater sort of build of Hogmanay in terms of every single person and partner you team up with, I wish you all the best and it's lovely to have it back and thank you for taking half an hour out of your very busy schedule to have a little chat with me and I will wish you a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year even though we're a couple of weeks away <laughs> No, thank you it's been really good fun thanks so much for doing it Holidays Refreshed